too. My name is Chicka Chicka Slim Shady. Is it though? It could be. Chikarito. <laughs> like, what the hell? What was that? <laughs> I was driving around in work singing the other day. I know it was just recording, but this just made me laugh. I was driving. These chicks don't even know the name of my, my band. <laughs> but they're all on me like they want to hold hands. <laughs> yeah, I was, that was a throwback that I didn't even think was a throwback in my mind. Hi everyone, welcome to the Uncapped Gaming Podcast, where you're with me, me, Squigs. Dale, it's me, and I'm joined by two absolutely beautiful people in uh, Phil and Lloyd. I don't know if I'm pointing to the right people on you my, right. on my yeah, screen. Yeah. I am. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, there we go, I just guessed. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're talking about a multitude of things this week. we got we got a, a couple of things to get through. Um, we missed a week. And, uh... We did miss a week, apologies, it was... It was me and my wife's anniversary, we were away, and, and I think they'd lazy. fall apart a little bit without <laughs> me. Nah, I'm joking. They, they'd be fine without me. They'd probably be a bit more productive without me, I'm not going to lie. We, we mostly just sat there, like, slagging you off, saying, how dare you go and have like, celebrate your anniversary. <laughs> just... That's, do you know what? That's fair. Because I was away, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I could be on the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I, I, I digress. So, the, it's kind of a big month for games. There is probably the, the biggest game of the year coming out this month, so we'll get on to that later, you know? We'll talk about that a bit later. But um, firstly, and uh, most importantly, what have we been playing? Play playing? Playing? <laughs> what have we been playing, lads? Uh, do you want to start, Phil? Uh, yeah, go on, Phil. You, uh, can, okay, you can start. Uh, well, fine. Yeah, Actually, I mean... I feel I feel like my my playing experiences this last couple of weeks has been uh, of the traumatic kind. <laughs> so because my like the two the two games I played most are um, Last of Us Part Two and Kena Bridge of Spirits. Um, so I on my own channel on my stream I did um, a, a permadeath challenge on Last of Us Two, oh. um, which ended in horrible tragedy. <laughs> As basically, um, it was in a quite a section that's quite tough anyway. But then I got caught, and then I panicked, which is I think the, the worst thing you can possibly do in that situation is when you know the enemies have seen you know where you are, and you panic, and then you start making stupid decision that stupid decision, and your health start going down, and you're just trying to like regroup, and you can't because you're just going ah, and and yeah, I lost three and a half hours of progress on the basis of that, and just. Um um got my brains blown out so that was that was very sad it was very sad well, it was quite unfortunate um <laughs> it, it, it was also i think quite amusing probably to an outside view <laughs> but not to me not to me i, I was personally <laughs> I <don't> scarred think, <laughs> i i don't think i could do a permadeath thing of anything like no. even nuzlocks in pokemon scare me like i just i i, I can't be bothered to lose that much progress yes yeah. So you need to have grown up in like the the, the generation where like e even not so much like Mega Drive and stuff, even PlayStation One era, because you could only most games you could only save at certain points. So if you forgot yeah. to save or you chose not to save because there was limited, you you just lose it all. And I mean, there was the infamous story about my Spyro game with my sister stepping on the restart button when I left her on for for a good week trying to beat Spyro so 
I've experienced that pain, Phil. Yeah, we don't have debit cards either. <laughs> we don't have internal hard drives. <laughs> we, we have we have all suffered. We've all suffered. We're all old enough. Oh. <laughs> uh, so they're, they're, they're the two games you've been playing then? Yeah, and, and Kena, I think that that's not quite so dram- dramatic an ending to it, but um, one of the, bo- like, the most recent boss that I faced was, like, sort of the end of, like, one of the first, like, spirits you want to deal with. Um, and it must have took me, like, an hour or more to, to finally defeat that, because that game is ball-breakingly hard, even on normal let alone on like hard or ultra hard difficulties that's just like oof they did not make that with an easy i mean there's there's a story mode which may or may not be a walk in the park by comparison but your bog standard difficulty is gonna challenge you and make you want to like pull pull your hair out if you had any (laughs) i can't i can't remember the last like boss that really stumped me and really annoyed me I mean, Smaug and Ornstein's nice. pretty fresh in my mind, and that was that was something. Jeez, but no. What, what about you, Len Lloyd? What, what have you been playing? Because I know we're going to say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, so I played uh, uh, a game called Capia. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I, I kind of just woke up one day and it was in my uh, Google box, and I realised like like back there on Kickstarter years ago, and I was like, oh, that's nice, like nice little reward. Um, so yeah, I play, I play it's that. Like uh, it's like it's my new catchphrase now. I've nicked it from TikTok. I'm gonna I'm gonna sued. Um, but uh, yeah, so I played that. It's just like click point adventure. It's quite quite quirky, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was it, it, it was definitely frustrating because it had those like moving cameras where like, oh. you click in one place and it moves the camera and it's just like you have to get. But other than that, it was it was cool. A lot of good world building in there. Um, and it was their first game, so can't. Can't complain too much. Um, but other than that, obviously, you know, just a casual, casual Pokemon mastering. Um, you know, not not I, shiny mastering though, no. No, just trying to catch them all at the moment. I'm not too <laughs> bothered uh, about the shinies. They can come after. They they can come in a later life. But yeah, I'm having <laughs> too much fun uh, on that. It's uh, so good. It's just such a good game. It's so much fun. I think it did enough to kind of take it away from the other generate like the last sort of Pokemon, oh yeah and kind of make it new and fresh and it, it's just great and yeah i love i love the world like the uh the village building that's i love like progress in a game where like you could see you can see what, it happening. what, what you've done and stuff and like i see all the little pokemon appear here and there it's like that's my geo dude i caught him in this route do you know what I did that made me absolutely laugh was the do you know the the farm? So anyone that's playing, there's a farm in the village which you can like set up for the, like medicine or things like that, like gatherables that you need. So you give them Pokemon to upgrade the farm, and the idea is is they're like tilling the land and helping out and stuff. So I've given them two <laughs> two alphas, and it just looks so funny because they're just giant Pokemon. <laughs> and these people are just so small compared to them. I think I give them like a Rhyperia and oh. what else is that good? I think it was an Onyx, and they're just huge. They're so big, it's incredible. But no, it's, Onyx it's... and a Rhyperia. Yeah. Thanks for spoiling that. <laughs> nah. Wait, how is that a spoiler? They're <laughs> in the okay, game. Nah, no, it's um because it, I, I I had to I gave them a water in the ground, and it was um. Oh no 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 no! Not Onyx, Gyarados. I give. Oh, Gyarados. Yeah, I've got Diesel. I've got 
uh, a little Beazel next to my my big Graveler. Uh, it's a good game, other than my thumbs killing me from tapping A through the story. Because the story, like, stripping it back, the story is pretty interesting and it's yeah. pretty good because you have all these conflicting, you know, people and they're trying to work together without all going to war again and stuff. It's really interesting. But the story, it just is forced upon you and just, oh, and you'll enter, like, exit your eighth cutscene in a row. And you'll go to leave the village and you'll see someone at the end that wants to speak to you and bring you into yeah. another cutscene. And it's just like, oh my, just let me play the game. I think that's the thing, though. It's like, it was obviously going to be very story heavy because it's, it's the point of the game, really. And it? it's the Legends Arceus, you know. You no, talk. it's about running around in bushes, launching Pokeballs at unsuspecting Pokemon and forcing them to battle you. I couldn't say the words, but it was coming so out. It's going to be, be a challenge to speedrun it then. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless they find a way to skip dialogue quicker, no, you're not speedrunning this. Game. Yeah, I think I, but, like it was going to be very low heavy. Did you see speedrun um, the new brilliant diamonds thing, Pearl, in um, like something like 17 minutes? No. Yeah, just game breaking stuff, oh, like Pokemon uh, Blue level stuff, where you like go through the menus and end up like. At the final the champion thing, and it's just like what? People are insane. Stop finding yeah. these guys. Do it properly. It's it's nice to hear me ask or one of us ask what we've been playing, and then of us being like, oh, I haven't got time. <laughs> we've actually been playing games. <laughs> that's time. pretty cool. I've made time. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> just to pick it out. <laughs> that's not too bad though. That's a good thing to do. Though. <laughs> Screw work. Play games. But uh, no, don't yeah, actually do that, people. Money's quite important, I suppose. But no, uh, no, we'll we'll quit your jobs, kids. <laughs> no, 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 don't do. Make sure you're sustainable <laughs> first. <laughs> I don't want to be a sensible person, okay? Quite but I'm smart, gonna have not to be here. Quite <laughs> smart. <laughs> I, to be to be fair though, I think if anyone is listening to this podcast for like moral guidance in life, then they're in the wrong place anyway. So you know, Can you imagine coming to me for moral guidance. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just like on the wing I have Lloyd and Phil next to me giving the best advice ever in quotations but um, I, I think it's a good way to, to start the podcast with the big topic of last week and just see if we have any additional reflections or notes on the Microsoft ActiBliz acquisition I know they're being investigated now, or like to see if it's okay that they can do it, right? By the FCPAFFYYWXBY or whatever they're called. It's always letters. The FCC. So, from everything I've been able to see on this, it's not something particularly like outstanding. It's not sort of because this this deal is a complete wild card, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is." I think any kind of massive acquisition of this nature then they need to do investigations for uh, not investigation what's the word review because that's what it's it's not an event it's it's a review oh, um, okay the main thing is that it's being handled it yeah an antitrust review so it's making sure that it's not like sort of monopoly sort of that kind of area but it's being handled by the federal trade commission rather than the justice department who apparently normally handle these things so i think that seems to be the thing that's Different, but again, I don't know enough about US trade See, business laws to like know what that means. Yeah, because I haven't got a clue about it. But I thought all this would have been like done earlier in the process of buying something. 
Like, especially if you're buying something big like that, because this seems like uh, if they say no, all your plans have gone to, like, ruins. I, I would have thought this had been something that you would have done much earlier in the in the process, but I guess I guess not. I mean, presumably once it goes to that sort of, like, there's no way to kind of keep that quiet, is there? If so it has to be after no. it's gone public. Yeah, well, I suppose so, yeah, because then I guess they got a record and stuff of it, and yeah, I guess so. That makes sense. It's it's all too confusing. Like, business stuff just doesn't really interest me that yeah, much. I think America is so different to over here as well that yeah. it gets even more confusing. But uh, it'll be interesting to see like, what, what comes out of it. So. Yeah, so it it's like... We're just, just reading from the article that was on uh, Video Games Chronicle. It says, uh, in the case of mergers and acquisitions, regulators can prohibit details with... Detail deals which are considered to threaten market competition or suggest remedies such as an obligation to divest part of the new business which I think from some of the stuff I've seen that seems to be what happened when um, Disney purchased Fox like they couldn't purchase certain parts of Fox like the sports and the news because they already had sports and news things that they own I don't know which ones but that basically yeah. It's, it's like I guess it's like Fox Sport or Fox News or whatever. Are they still Fox? Are they yeah, still got that branding? They're, or they they're still Murdoch owned, as far as I know. Ah. Um, but I've not seen anything about rebranding. But then again, I don't obviously don't follow Fox News. So yeah. <laughs> no, I just it was just it just <clears throat> interested, you know. Just it'll just be the... it'll be different with this though, because surely that will mean different studios would kind of remain independent. From yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't see how it'd be the same because the only, the only thing that's new is like there's still plenty of third party, not just developers but also publishers as well. So that yeah. the only thing that's new is that they've got mobile in there, but they're brand new space, into mobile and no. yeah, they don't really have much in mobile, do they? So no. it's it's not really a threat and nothing. Yeah. But no no further reflections on it. I think we got quite a lot of all uh, Yeah, we got quite a lot of it out last week. It's kind of done it's a thing fun. and move on to the next topic, which people keep calling this the response. But this was in work since before the lockdowns and stuff, wasn't it? It was uh, Sony buying Bungie. Yeah. yeah I, in the I, notes, I think Lloyd has written, what does it mean? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it does mean? It mean? Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely don't think it was a response because, like, like you said, no, obviously they it's take time and it's like you've got another year, at least another year, until Microsoft actually fully buy Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Well, how long how long was the Activision Blizzard one in the works before it got announced publicly? Did, we, did they reveal that? Mr. Spencer works fast, so probably like two days, maybe. Uh, well, Three days. I, <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously not, <laughs> no, not two yeah, days, but I, th I think, sure, I've seen something saying that it was quite a fast turnaround comparatively mm -hmm. for, the, for the size of it. So mm -hmm. it's potentially like so, so the Sony Bungie deal was probably longer in the works before the, the Activision Blizzard one, because obviously that was the different situation. Bungie are yeah. in the same uh, dire straits as Activision Blizzard with, 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 right, oh, with all the allegations and everything. So odd situation. But no, I th I think it's a good purchase. I think I remember reading something that um, PlayStation are looking to release like something like a few live service games by 
it was like 2020 it was a date i can't i can't remember the dates but they're looking into live service games and obviously destiny being what destiny is yeah bungie's expertise there will actually be invaluable can you remember when live service games were the the enemy just like loot boxes and stuff were and now they're just normal and i actually think they're pretty good to be fair yeah I, i'm like i quite enjoy a live service game but yeah. i haven't um but yeah i'm i'm excited to see what it scores yeah it'd be it'd be exciting to see playstation kind of step out of their um comfort zone their comfort zone as well yeah. and see what they they come into but from what i've read as well bungie destiny 2 is still going to remain like a multi-platform game yeah which i think you'll but, see but a lot of it, this is the other it's not exclusive it's not an exclusive deal oh yeah. okay the yeah, um so, uh, the bungie like, hold on let me just see if i can find the proper about the press releases up there was something in yeah so these, I, I, which basically they were a certain like it doesn't stop them from publishing multi-platform and having like creative independence over what they make. Yeah. Okay. They're an independent subsidiary rather than direct acquisition. This is just all over my head to be jargon, fair. Big old jargon. It's all marketing and, and business stuff that I don't yeah. get. I just play the games. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, on the press release when, when they've got, um, Pete Parsons, the CEO of Bungie, and there's a whole section under the heading of creative freedom. And it says, we, we remain in charge of our destiny. What intended, presumably. Wow. <laughs> um, we will continue to independently publish and creatively develop our games. So um, Sony won't necessarily be the publisher for all of the things as well. That, that's an interesting part of it. And um, we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. Our games will continue to be where our community is, wherever they choose to play. Um with Sony support, the most immediate change you'll see is an acceleration in hiring talent across the entire studio to support our ambitious vision. Yeah, so it, it basically they're, they're pumping money in to get the, like get more staff, and I think from Sony's side of it, they're getting um, a lot more that. stuff in terms of technology, the, like development stuff that that will support their other developers as well. Yeah. Um, I guess the the one thing they get though is I, I don't know how all the systems and stuff works and the the what they called the the engines and stuff, but whatever Destiny's built on, how they built that like the gunplay for Destiny games are yeah, they're so good. And maybe we'll see some better FPSs out of PlayStation. Did they release any FPSs? Uh, they have like really. kill zone and stuff like that. Back in the day, or was that more? I don't even know. I think that last made, like, major also FPS was Guerrilla. Um, oh, it's, oh yes. I'm, yeah. Okay. But, but they're, they're obviously, they're now making Horizon, so that's that's a different. Yeah. But it's not overly because if I'm remembering it right, there were loads of multiplayers on the PS3 era, and then it kind of disappeared in the PS4 era. In where sort of the focus switched towards first person, no, not first person. Single player, single player kind single of player. big, big triple A single player games, and obviously, you can still get multiplayers on a PlayStation, but they were third party, yeah. Maybe, yeah, no, maybe, maybe you will see PlayStation bring some uh FPS. I don't think, I think it's more towards the live service okay, stuff, though, yeah. and that's probably what they're looking, yeah. I wonder I think... if they'll make any of their big IPs a big live service world. Well. Funny you should say that because the, the thing that just kind of occurred to me when you're saying that, like, and, and mentioned the PS3. So, 
in the PS3 era was when The Last of Us came out. And obviously mm. people think of that as a big story-driven single-player game. But one of the things that was attached to that, which is still extremely popular to this day, is the multiplayer factions. Um, and obviously the the big kind of thing is that Naughty Dog are working on the like standalone multiplayer that was originally supposed to be part of Last of Us Part 2 and now is going to be its own entirely separate thing. So um, if that's still in development and they're still working on it, does this... I mean, it might be a bit too late, but this sort of thing could presumably support Help similar that. projects like that yeah. in the future. I mean, that's the kind of game that would benefit from being kind of live service, especially if it's in like a because it is zombies and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Last well, the, us, the, right? the multiplayer is more like um, it's basically battle royale teams of human different from different factions within the world. You like pick and you go in like and try and kill the other team and. But it's obviously third-person shooter rather than first-person. But that could be quite cool, though. I think as a live because it could follow something like, um, like, like new sort of thing where they have mm-hmm. the different factions. Could um, yeah, I, I mean, it could follow like how classic <clears throat> BRs are doing it now, though. I mean, where the map gets blown up and I don't know, this faction invaded so in the uh, story. Yeah, you know, like, I, like. I'll sing Apex's praise all day long, but what they're doing with their new characters and how they're characterizing things and it's it's phenomenal. They're doing some phenomenal work. So I mean, probably why PlayStation want a, a slice of that metaphorical profitable pie, you know? Live service games are making money, a lot of money. Um, Bungie are apparently working on a new IP as well. Are they actually? Yeah, apparently, uh, expanded oh. destiny and. Working on a new IP was one of the things that were mentioned in a couple of articles that I read by it. So, uh, that'd be I wonder if it's going to be just how Destiny is just almost like Halo, but it's just a little bit different. <laughs> I wonder if it's just going to be another version of that. Uh, they, yeah. But they'll set in medieval, and this time it'll be uh, Spartans. But they're not Spartans like you know in Halo. They're um, they're these genetically engineered warriors. That <laughs> I'm joking, of course. But it's yeah no, the, I I always look out like nice. I think it's a good thing bigger studios kind of investing into new IPs because kind of fed up with sequels. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. I want to see some new stuff. So yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, um yeah. but I mean, I think it, the, there's lots of stuff that could come come out of this. Um, that's really exciting thing to speculate. But I think a lot of people are losing sight because. You see, everyone sort of talking about this. The the oh well, this is the response to uh, yeah, Activision, which obviously time frame wise, it what it couldn't have been, um, and then the fact that they've said there will be more acquisitions in future, and, and I think Jack Keeley repeated that, didn't he? Was it was it you were saying that before? Off, off yeah, the, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I saw him tweet that. I'm, I'm um, sure anyway, it was Jeff. Insight. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be another one. <laughs> it's gonna be another one. It's gonna be another <laughs> game, mate. In the future, strike Let again, me, mate. <laughs> I can tell you that we will, in fact, we'll see more games. There's gonna be a video game out this year. <laughs> I can tell you that much. No, <laughs> there is a big no. video game out this month. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah, I've seen people like speculating. They're like, is is Sony gonna buy Capcom or Konami? And it's like, probably not. I, I mean, they might buy more stuff that fits in. I, I can't see them buying either of them for I, I a variety of reasons. Capcom doesn't get bought up by any. 
I don't think. Yeah, Capcom yeah. Would care. I think with, for this, like, this. Th- this whole like idea of everyone buying everyone is just so like it's just so boring. If I'm honest, the thing like, is, is they're not really buying much because the gaming scope, like the gaming sphere, is huge. Like, okay, yeah, you're I, buying I, big publishers, but they're not like. But I think everything. Like, the fact that this is non-exclusive, this is like the best deal to happen recently because it's non-exclusive, and yeah. it is just basically extra funding for Bungie to see what they could do, rather than them being like, "Oh, well, now you've got to follow our mantra," which is what Xbox have done with that. I'm not saying it's bad, but like, you know, it's not. Yeah, yeah I think it's I think a, it's a slightly different situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, stuff's kind of going down that acti bliss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to sort it out. Just from like a gaming sort of creative no I, yeah i get you i get you yeah. but that was my one concern about bungie being bought up again is because i'm pretty sure both of times they've left well uh microsoft and then um well acti bliss it was we don't want anyone telling us what we can do with our games and mm, they just seem yeah. to run to the next big thing but i, th- I think from that's what that's said, a big part not, of the uh yeah the big part of like the release and that, that must be like heavily into the contracts as well there must be this all the stuff about saying, like, basically, um, I've got, I've got an, an image of that, that um, Parks and Rec clip of Ron Swanson just handing the sheriff a piece of paper that just says, "I can do what I want." Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good, good, good quote. But now, I, I mean, well, moving, moving the subject forward, is, is we're recording this on the second of February, and we'll just do a, a cow eye too. <laughs> hey, anyway, um. It's a big month. It's a very big month for gaming. Like, it's a a good month for gaming. We'll start off with one of the smaller things that, that you've popped in, is Dying Light 2. You, you both said you've seen some bad reviews on it, from, from uh, what I've seen. Earlier, yeah, I haven't really read much into it. I've never, I haven't played the first one, to be honest. So. Yeah, I, I played the first one, and the first one you could dropkick zombies, which was the funniest thing ever. And the animation for it was just so funny, but I, I've seen that it's it's good, but the big term that all gaming reviewing likes to say is it didn't live up to its potential, which I still don't understand what you mean. Like, do you mean it's not good? <laughs> do you mean you're expecting it to be the greatest thing ever? Maybe lower your expectations? I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know, I mean, I've not read any of the reviews in depth, but I've seen like a couple of things like, I think, one who I follow on Twitter mentioned like from playing it and then I'd kind of skimmed over the IGN review so I don't know what they said about the gameplay in general and stuff but I think if it's like the last one then the general sort of gameplay loop is probably going to be quite good anyway mm. but um, it certainly seems that like they've got this a lot of bug like the, the one I saw on Twitter was attached to the clip of someone like the, the character walking towards someone whose head was going like spinning yeah. all over the place like a basketball and like disappearing into the body and bouncing up and down. It was quite funny, really, but um I think that was probably not a clip of like an intended monster. It was more of a oops. <laughs> I think though, with these games being so I think with everyone having the ability to record stuff as well, I think probably in older games when we didn't, we this was probably a common occurrence as well, these little glitches like this, but because no one could whip out their phone or press screen grab or whatever and record it themselves. We just didn't notice it that much. You yeah, know? I think, like, I, I think this is just stuff that's going to happen. 
Unless it's, it's a Bethesda game and you just accept it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's, it's the difference, isn't it, I suppose, between um, like having a few glitches that you stumble on because you do something random that no one was expecting anyone to do or whatever it is, and then or it just being like full of bugs all the way through. I don't know which which is. Obviously, I haven't played it myself, but I think yeah. um, it's that sort of... I don't. I'm not suggesting it's on the same scale, but it's the it's the, it's the cyberpunk problem, isn't it? Of like you know all this potential of oh, being was... this amazing game with all these different things and all the hype around it, and then all the bugs just like make you go, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that was mm, that was. Bad. I've I've seen stuff the cyberpunk scan like a next gen thing or something in it. Yeah, so it was never released on the next gen, was it? Oh, was it not? I didn't no. know. That. No, so yeah, the, um, the, the PC port is basically the the next gen version. What it is, like, but they're improving it for the next gen. Now again, don't worry, next gen people, you're still not going to get a good game then. <laughs> it's improved loads since you played it. Like, it's, is it actually? It's more, I, it's I greatest game. But, yeah, the the other day, it. I was actually thinking about going back to it. Yeah. You know, See, but, I, yeah, I, but I think it's going to improve again on top of that because it's just solely for next gen. I played about an hour. I've got the PS4 version, which I played on the PS5. But I don't think I saw any glitches, but I also wasn't overly taken by it, like, to, like, carry on playing. And that was just sort of... It was just kind nothing, of like... Oh, yeah. Okay. Nothing grabbed me. I think we might have temporarily lost Lloyd. Oh no, there we go. Yeah, that really. It just looked like you were really up, concentrating, holding your glasses, really still. Nah, yeah, it never, never grabbed me on particularly amazing. But um, yeah, that's that's dying light too. I don't think any of us has really played. I haven't played. I, it. I was I gonna, not. I was gonna buy it, but. Yeah. I never right, played the original, so I haven't got much to say on this one, to be fair. The original was good. It was fun. It was just a decent game. It, yeah. it wasn't amazing. It, it wasn't... Not the, enough to make you hyped you know. for a sequel, then, or just more of a curiosity? Yeah, well, that's the thing, is I was hyped for a sequel, but the problem is, is there's just other things that I'm more excited for. You know? And, mm. and in, in nowadays, with how expensive games are, you kind of have to pick and choose. Do you know what I mean? You have to pick and choose what you want. You can't just like it's probably one of those games that I'll pick up in a sale and maybe play for a few hours and forget about. You know. Yeah, I just just spend your entire paycheck for February. Just buy everything that came, comes out this month. I can. <laughs> I've been seeing some of the the the. Well, I'm not going to mention the game until we get to that section, so we'll 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 leave that. But next. It's West Forbidden Horizon, the one that Phil's looking forward to. I, I am, I am very, very excited for this. <laughs> I, am, I, I mean, to to the point, I have got the week off immediately after it's released, so I will be playing that constantly. <laughs> I am, um, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's reached the point now where I'm not watching anything new because I know spoilers dropped about the PS4 version, and there's probably videos on that. I am, um, and I know there's been more previews and stuff that Sony put out, but. But once it got to into, I think it, like basically once it got into this year, it was like right, not watching anything new. But replay Horizon Zero Dawn, which I've started doing. Um, although I obviously stopped to do um various traumatizing permadeath challenges. Uh, <laughs> but 
But yeah, so that, that so and and it's kind of it's an interesting one as well because um replaying original the original Horizon Zero Dawn. Obviously when I first played that, I wasn't as good as, at it as I am now, but I also don't think I was as good at games in general because I'd like not played games for ages and then like got a PS4 and then picked this up and all this sort of stuff, so it's like brand new. But that difference in combat experience is like this time and kind of going through and even even like the like things where you're like quite low level and underpowered and fighting things like i remember the first time doing that like dying quite a few times and each even when i won the fight's taking quite a long time to just wear down the, the and then this time i'm sort of like jumping about knowing when to like hide and stealth and when to come out and do all the other things and just taking things down quite fast and getting into this sort of fluid combat so just like yeah, I'm good at this. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's I mean, that was really fun anyway, but like I think a next gen upgrade version with new machines and new, new mechanics. Oh, I can't wait. That'd be sick. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks cool. I'm, it's one of those games that like I'm not interested in, but I'm happy for the people that are really excited about it because they just seem genuinely like just like a kid on Christmas, just like, yes, give it to me, that kind of excited. So I'm I'm excited for the people that are excited to play it, but it's just never really interested me, you know? But not in a bad way, it's just it's just because, like, you know, we're meeting, like, like sci-fi-esque games, you know, with robots and cyberpunk kind of, it just, I find them a lot harder to to get immersed in and excited in. I don't know why. I guess because my like bias must be like fantasy and medieval stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it, it does cross over. It's more science fantasy than science fiction. Yeah, I suppose so. Because um, I mean, I mean, I like I like sci-fi insert to TV, but like fantasy is more the thing. I, mean, I think I'm the same as you. Like certainly in stuff I read and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I did find it very easy to get immersed into this, and like particularly the fact that a lot of the story in terms of there's basically, um, without spoiling any of what happened in Horizon Zero Dawn, if anyone's not played it and wants to do it, but it's basically sort of centered around this mystery you've got to unpick, which is to do with um, the main character Aloy's identity, but also what happened to the world before. Um, and there's cutscenes, obviously, in this exposition, but there's a lot of this is picked through like found artifacts, which are like replaying. Um, audio and video recordings or finding like notes and stuff as you go through all these old ruins and sites as well um in sort of that resident evil so there's a lot of like buried lore in it as well as the kind of overt cutscene story and it, that sort of stuff has always appealed to me and then on top of that obviously you've got the um going around and fighting gigantic robot dinosaurs and Climbing through things, it it always interested me for that. But I just I I guess because I've never had the PlayStation, I've never had the chance. But now that I've got one, I can still play it. I suppose maybe I will one day. Maybe I'd be interested in it. your take because we may have different sensibilities when it comes to games. So I would be interested yeah. in your take on it. Like I was noticing because this is kind of going into a, a different area. But I was watching you play um, Tiny Tina's wonderland borderlands adventure series 17 i don't know the name it's a long name but it's the one that was with the ps plus is it ps plus or is it P- yeah ps plus, plus. The, um assault on dragon keep 
That's the one. And I was watching you play that, and you were very cautious and very, okay, I'm going to see if these two will fight each other. And then I was just like, watching, I was like, I would have just run straight in there and just been fighting (laughs) every... Like, I'm so hyper-aggressive when I play video games. So it might actually be funny for that. Like, just to see how, like, different our playstyles would be. Yeah, I think this this is this is definitely one of the things. Like, if you ever played like the the Last of Us two or anything like that, because obviously there's lots of combat and the combat it can be like you can play really aggressively and stuff like that. But mm. the enemy eye always tries to outsmart you and flank you and all this stuff. So it's often better to stay stealthy and to sometimes avoid combat altogether. So if you want to go charging in, but you are you are you have any bullets as well? So there's there's that on top of it. So oh, they said that about Resi uh, Re- Resident Evil Village eight. Bill or village or whatever. I'm oh, no, really no, no, bad no. with game names today, <laughs> like really bad. And you were like, "No, you need to conserve ammo." And I was just running, bang, bang. Oh, you're gonna die too, bang. Yeah, I mean, was, to be fair, it's, it's a lot less true of village than it is at like the first, the earlier installments of the games. I think. I think um. I think that was the most interesting <laughs> kind of duality watching your playthrough of Resi Eight. And my playthrough of Resi 8. Because <laughs> I just turned it into a straight FPS. That's all it was. It was nothing else. I was jump shotting around corners. I was wall peeking. I was doing all the, the FPS stuff. And I was watching yours and you were like meticulously picking things up. Oh, I'm going to need this later. Oh, this is going to be really important. And I was just <laughs> like, chat, where am I going next? Okay, nice one. Just run there. <laughs> Just yeah, I don't. I don't need to like wait this out for myself or do the story. I just just charge. People can do it. For- well, that's <laughs> the thing is, it's the whole like, I am literally Rex from Toy Story, where they use his head to bash through things. That's why I am in video games. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> just run me through, and eventually I'll find my way. I'll find out what I need to do. Yeah, that's that's. It's interesting. Yeah, maybe I will look at um, Horizon Zero Dawn. I know that it's like on sale at the moment. I saw a sale for like fifteen pound or something on uh, a website for PC with all the like extra stuff and things. So maybe who knows? Who knows? Are you excited? Did you play? F- you played Zero Dawn, didn't you? Like a bit? Yeah, a bit of it. I finished it. Um, it's a it's a big old open world game. So. Uh... Big old open world. Big isn't it? open world. Big and old yeah, world. I just yeah, I loved it. Like I loved playing. It's like Breath of the Wild, like, like everything else. <laughs> well, it, it lost out on Game of the Year to Breath of the Wild. It's like, damn you, uh, Nintendo. To, <laughs> to be fair, there's not going to be many games that can stand the Breath of the Wild. Is there? But yeah, Most I think that's think... game ever. <laughs> What's that? Most influential game ever. Oh, I know. Everything, <laughs> some of you will have a crafting system and everyone will be like, yeah. that's like Breath of the Wild, that is, oh my lord, it's like, mm-hmm. stop. Well, as as we all the know, there were no RPGs before. No. No, Breath of the Wild revolutionized <laughs> the game. Before that, all we played was shooters and platformers. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, we got the arrows and stuff from Breath of the Wild, you know? Damn. I, that's, that, have you got any urge to ever go back and finish that loot? you got a Switch now, Phil. Have you got any urge to play Breath of the Wild? It, I mean, in all honesty, and so no. <laughs> I don't know how, how much um, hate I'm going to... I've never played a Zelda game of any description. Oh, like, obviously, in terms of older games, it was always Sonic, and then I've played a bit of Mario as well, but never played Zelda. It's just one of those ones that kind of passed me by for some reason. Oh, yeah. mm. It's same um, for me. I bought... Um, the, do you know the remake they released, Link's Awakening? 
I bought that the day I come out. I have never been more bored playing a video game. That was so boring. Holy hell. Like, I just couldn't. But that's just, I suppose that's just me. It's like you, Phil. I, I was always like, Mario Spyro was a big one for me instead of them. And Pokemon were kind of my, like, ones in that that area. No, I love I loved my Zelda games. Just Breath of the Wild didn't do it for me. It was just, everyone said it was, like, densely packed. I just don't, I don't get that. Like, it wasn't. I felt it was quite empty. It was just you had loads of sporadically time enemies that you damaged your weapon. Yeah, and, and then you and then your weapon. All your weapons broke. I yeah. you know one of the things that I hate is like, oh I hate when people like down the game online. It's like, yeah, because it's such an intrusive and bad system that it just makes the game so unplayable it, for some people. Yeah. Just oh don't worry, Phil. If you don't want to anger the Zelda, I'll anger any. I don't I, I, care. Well, I'll I was just that that, that, that was obviously one of the <laughs> that was one of the things with um, Pray for the Gods. That like, as much as I like the general concept of climbing on the big monsters and stuff, the fact that everything you crafted or everything you like, every like your sword broke with after like you'd hit someone three times with it or whatever, and just like, oh, again. <laughs> like, weapons durability is fine. But like one hit, two hits and stuff. Yeah. It's just like, why? What's what's and you'd the find, point? You'd find some like they were half broken and yeah. yeah. I think entry system to it, fight with. And... Yeah, it depends what kind of game it's in as well. Because like you've got, um, in Resident Evil Two Remake, you've got like secondary weapons. You could like if if you're attacked, you can like throw like a grenade in the zombie's mouth or whatever. But you've also, one of them's a knife, but you can also mm. use it obviously to like. Do like direct attacks, but it's not very durable. It, it breaks quite easily, not quite as easily as the swords in um, Pray for the Gods. I must add, but like that, like that sort of way, because it's it's the whole game is built around limited resources, choosing when to use stuff and whether to fight or flight, um, and stuff like that. So that kind of works. Whereas if it's like a game which is built around, I have big sword, will go fight, and then the sword goes, think it kind of. <laughs> Yeah, it, it doesn't feel very immersive. Like, it, it fries me. I'm one of those people that, like, if I have potions in my inventory, I'm not going to use them unless, like, it's dire. Like, I'm so bad for using items that I pick up. And I remember someone was telling me the, um, the Hyrulean shield, the Hyrule shield that you get, it's, like, the best in the thing. Yeah. It's got, like, a durability of, of X. And it's like, but I never want to use it. Yeah. Because at one point it's gonna break, and like, what's yeah. the point? You know what I mean? I think that's but, one thing they just shouldn't have changed from the OG. Yeah, it I mean, it, it it would have been for me as perfect of a game as people were saying if it didn't have that. Genuinely, I enjoyed my time with it, but you know. Anyway, let's stop hating on weapon durability systems and talk about yeah, the the, uh, this the episode in the room. is brought by uh, broken <laughs> broken weapons. Broken weapons. <laughs> Broken weapons and the frustrating mashing of A to get through stories. Um, Elden Ring. It's yeah. coming. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Did you know it's coming out this month? I haven't heard anything about it. What is this game? Small game, you know. Hmm. <laughs> little game coming out from a, a little studio called From Software. They haven't released anything that big, to be fair. But, uh,. Yeah, anyone, anyone, anyone else as excited as I am? I've stopped watching things when they released their like tech demo. That's all I've watched. I've not watched anything else, and I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of dreading it, but in a good way because I know I'm just going to get frustrated with it. But 
I can't wait to add it to my collection of FromSoft games that I have yet to complete. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Like, genuinely. Like, yeah. No, I, I don't really have much to say on it because I've, I've not, like, you know, thing. But I, I, I know the director or someone was saying that it's not as hard as other games or something along those lines and he thinks more people will complete this one which is a, a nice sign hopefully we don't get a smile going on steam that'd is be nice it, is don't that because that. it's easier to kind of run away from bosses in certain situations i don't know i, I just it? remember people tweeting it a lot and i don't see anyone getting angry about it so uh, it's yeah. gotta be a good thing right i mean the thing with Again, I'm I'm not by any means like a Soulsborne player of any kind of. You you've completed two Dark Souls games. I've I've completed none, <laughs> so the, you're definitely more on this. But but my kind of take on it is that they're not. It's not actually difficult in the sense like you you go and you fight things and and you know it's not more difficult than anything else. It's just a case of the certain things you got to learn. You got to like. Be quite precise with knowing when to like do heavy attacks, light attacks, when to block and parry and all this sort of stuff. The, the only kind of thing that makes it difficult is the fact that if you if you die, you're going to be set back. It's because there's not this auto save system that can carry you through like more modern difficult games, like where you sort of right by the last point you died anyway. So you just keep persisting, and somehow you'll just sort of squeak through. You've got to actually be able to go from that last hard save point to the next one. Yeah. Do that without dying, which which is obviously where the challenge comes in. It becomes it becomes so like I don't know if like do you know when you like you play a musical instrument and you practice a song and everything becomes so just natural and like uh, rehearsed. That's how Dark Souls gets when you're fighting bosses because you've you've probably died to them about 18 billion times you know almost everything there's there's a few times you'll get through a boss on the first time because you just i don't know you 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 bonk past it just bomb 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 until you win but like some of them just get so i think and when i was playing it i didn't experience the whole oh i'm gonna give up on this so i was like oh next time i know exactly what i was gonna get. and that's what i'm excited for but i know you two are big story people right massive story people you like your stories you know do you like stories i like stories I love stories are you excited for like george rr R. martin's thing on this i mean yeah i'm interested to see what he's done but i think it's worth point out like what he's actually done isn't he's not written a story he's written he's done the world building i think that's the yeah, main thing that he's done yeah. is like um he said like a few few years back the people from soft from soft came to him and said we're making this game will you, you want to help us build the world and he gave them a he did a bunch of stuff and gave them that stuff um and then a few years later they came back and went yeah look we've made this monster with this or we've done this thing with this and he's going oh yeah that, that was good and then they're probably going to still be like that same because it's quite minimalist, isn't it? The storytelling is like, yeah, it's the, very it's not, back. Um, it's not it's sort envi of it's environmental hello. storytelling. 
I am Dark Soulsian the third, and this is my. <laughs> <laughs> this is. I bet you're wondering how I got here. <laughs> Record scratch, freeze frame. <laughs> yeah. No, it, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of excited. I, I'm just wondering if he's built the world building stuff then. Is the world going to kill someone? Because he always has someone die. So are we I just going to kill a lot of people? What's that? You're going to kill a lot of people. The player kill people? Have you played <laughs> video games, Lloyd? We don't kill people. We just teabag them when they're dead, you know? <laughs> I don't just endorse that behavior, okay? <laughs> It's going to be a running joke, that is, in the entire thing. But um, to bring on to, like, other releases, this is going into April time, I'm pretty sure, from what I've seen. Legends of Arceus, there's heavy, heavy, heavy rumours that uh, there's going to be DLC shown off as early as April. Are you excited for that, Lloyd? Yeah, I'm excited. I, yeah, I, I want more. Yeah, I, I really want more. First, but, um... Like I, I said in a previous podcast, like I'm quite I'm quite excited to see more of this like lore build and, and the ancient times wrap up. Yeah, um, that'd be really cool. So yeah, I'd I'd really like some DLC. But I like I said, I haven't even completed the game yet, so give me a chance. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. I'm I'm literally on the last little bit of the story now. Yeah. Last <laughs> little section. And then I've got all the end game stuff to go catch, you know, all the Legendaries get more shinies than Lloyd because you know You're I'm a shiny it. man, you know. I'm I'm just a Pokemon. I, I <laughs> treat everyone. They're all they're all beautiful in my eyes. Nope, they gotta be shiny to me. <laughs> I think that makes you shiny. a magpie. Yeah, I am. If you, if I'm just, like just obsessed with shiny. I'm just easily distracted by shiny things, you know. But uh do you because they've confirmed this is the a core game, haven't they? For the core, the main series. But they did for Let's Go as well, didn't they? That was a core game too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Does that mean that they're not going to build off those two franchises? Like, because Let's Go could literally go through all of the things quite easily. I want it just, to. The, what's that? I want them to. Yeah, I'd, I'd love them to. It'd be amazing. Because the, the whole Legends thing, you've got always, like, the big kind of... like I, I suppose you do, like, Rayquaza yeah. as an example. I, oh, we're probably blowing Phil's mind here. Golden Tower. Yeah, and exactly. That, so you've yeah. always got, like, the main kind of legendary and then everything around it. So it'd be interesting to see that. Because I know the Golden Tower thing with Ho-Ho, that's, like, ancient, ain't it? That's meant to be, like, an ancient story. Yeah. The, the thing power. They, they mentioned Kanto in there a couple of times. Is this Kanto? Yeah. Kanto's the first. Did they mention Kanto? Yep. Oh. I know they mentioned um, Aloha. Yeah, they mentioned Aloha. They mentioned Kanto in the early game as well. Oh. So they're around. Right. Yeah. Because they keep mentioning Suno, which is what that what that area becomes known as. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's. Uh, and is it Arceus or Arceus? Because I keep hearing people pronounce it Arceus, and I don't think that's right. He's just I'm another, pretty sure he's just another mod in my bowl. Just, yeah, well, he will be, Lloyd. And then you can't get him shiny, because he's shiny locked, so that's annoying. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's, that's it for games coming out now, right? That's, that's it for... The big ones, um, yeah. Yeah, so the, the, I'm just looking through the game release. We'll be here all day if we're talking. Yeah, no, but I mean, obviously, loads of them are not particularly interesting or not particularly new. I'd, wow, um, wow. 
obviously there's, there's, there's Dale... definitely some interesting <laughs> games <laughs> coming out this month. Dale's favorite Dynasty Warriors Nine Empires is uh, is on the fifteenth. Um, we've got Assassin's Creed the Ezio Collection. <laughs> um, again, wait, where's that being released? Oh, is it... wait, what? Really? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that is Switch. Um, but then there's yeah. also games like um, Sifu, which is on the PlayStation and PC, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. which I've never, like, say, I've not looked in too much into it beyond the like the, the mechanics. Interesting of where if you die, you get stronger, but also older, so you're like yeah. a bit more frail on the front. So that. That's yeah, that's an interesting thing. Um, I can't wait for that. I'm excited. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I'd probably give that a look. And let's see what else. Uh, Martha is dead. Don't don't mention that game around Bruce Wayne. How do you know that name? <laughs> I don't know that name. Uh, asked to be one of the most stupid plot points in any movie ever. Like I'm sorry, it really has to be. Come on, it does. It, I mean, I think and people they, they forget put, that like, when they, when they, they hashtag uh, restore the Snyderverse because they forget that. That's the Snyderverse. Is Martha Martha it was, moment, it was a, so it, don't... it was a bad <laughs> film, regardless. Like, <laughs> but let's be fair. DC doesn't really have a good track record. I mean, they put Jared Leto as the Joker, so you know, it's not oh, God. <laughs> it's not really a. It's not not a good uh, movie franchise. Apart from the Dark Knight, they they were very good. We're getting sidetracked very weirdly here. Any other releases that are interesting, Phil? Um. Not, none there that sort of leap out. Like I said, the only other one that kind of caught me out was the end of last month. But I've already got, which I already got, was the um, they brought out the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection, which was um, the remasters of Uncharted Four, um, A Thief's End, and Uncharted Lost Legacy together as a bundle. And if you owned oh, one okay. or the other, then you just had to pay a tenner and you got the upgrade for. I was about to say for free then, obviously for a tenner. <laughs> um, so I, I have got that. Um, but I mean, I'm yet, I've yet to play it properly yet, so. That's fair. I guess we uh, move on to the, the news then of the week. Do you want, Lloyd, do you want to do a jingle? Uh, <laughs> the news! <laughs> <laughs> you got to give it a bit more like right. the... Duh, duh, duh. I, I'm not. It's I'm not. The, I'm not, duh, I'm not a musical duh, duh. It's <laughs> the news with uncapped. You know? Well, we can just imagine that that, that long air as like it was a drop. It was a CD caught in a player. It was the start of that thing that the um, was it the Dolby surround or whatever where they go. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing terrified <laughs> me as a kid. Holy <laughs> damn. But we got we got some news this week. The gaming's been going on, you know, stuff's been happening. Gaming stuff has happened. People's been doing things. It's technically what happens in the world, you know? Um so firstly, Blizzard Rockstar veterans raise five million for new studio Lost Lake. I think that was was that Phil? Was that that your yeah, so There's there's two um New, I don't know whether they both started or starting new studios. So, um, Lost Lake, uh, new cross platform game studio founded by veterans of Blizzard, Rockstar Games, and ArenaNet. Um, they've apparently got quite a few investors, which is why they've already managed to 
kick things off. Um, so that that I don't I don't think we've seen what exactly what type of games they're going to make yet, but um, that seems quite interesting. Because one of the things, if one of the things we're talking about is you know all these acquisitions and like things that we, we are still getting more independent third party developers because they're popping up like this. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. And I suppose they're veterans from Blizzard and Rockstar, so they're, they're two big old studios. If they're veterans from there, they probably worked on the older GTAs. Yeah, and Blizzard, wow. maybe some of the Warcrafts. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not quite sure of the, the story, but there's some, especially when you've got veterans, there'll be some good games coming out yeah, of that studio. It says hopefully. here, actually, they've worked on StarCraft, Guild Wars, Warcraft 2, H1Z1, and Diablo. Oh, uh, H1Z one's like a Daisy game. Ah, okay. I think it might be like a battle royale. I'm not quite quite sure, but um, yeah. So maybe some fantasy stuff from them. Yeah, possibly. Well, look at their their repertoire. Um, secondly, gaming centric Chromebooks reportedly in the work. Damn, I had a Chromebook <laughs> ages ago. Google in it, no Apple. What am I about? <laughs> Google. Google. Um, before we move on to that, just the the other studio um, is one called Gardens. I just like it was on Nintendo Life it was being reported. Like, but like the interesting thing there is, um, new studio has just been founded on the west coast of the United States. But it's one committed to its work as being fully remote with unlimited paid time off, thirty five hour weeks, and benny benefits and perks that vary depending on the country and where you which you work. Called Gardens. Um, so we've got people who worked on Spider-Man, Wolf Among Us, Ratchet & Clank, Fulbright, Blazeball, Where the Cards Fall, Ashen, The Hobbit. So I don't know whether this is in like a first party for Nintendo because of where it's been reported or whether it's a third party one. It doesn't specify. But uh... oh, people, yeah, people who were involved in Journey, Skyrim and Spider-Man. So that's, that's two, two very heavily uh, talented studios that are popping up there. I say popping up as if they've just like oh, surprise, <laughs> <laughs> like it's probably been in the way for some time. But you know, that's 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 pretty cool. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to see some new uh, some new studios and new IPs. Yeah, like yeah, like I said at the beginning, it's, it's, I'm I'm always interested in big new IPs to see where things go. Don't I imagine it'll take sports. it'll take some time before we hear what they're actually doing because obviously game development is a long process, but something potentially exciting in the works, I think. Fingers crossed. Well, uh, Phil, will you be gaming on your new gaming centric Chromebook? Um, I have never owned a Chromebook in my life. <laughs> The closest thing I've got is that, like, my Android phone uses Google Chrome because I can't get Firefox on there. <laughs> That's Wait, it. you use Firefox? Well, at, at the moment, no, but that's only because I've been too lazy to, like... Chrome's incredible. I love Chrome. <laughs> Don't rabbitics. <laughs> what? Yeah, we don't talk about that, all right? We don't talk about negatives of things, okay? <laughs> no, no, we, we're famously neg never negative about anything. Um, yeah, what I love about this is how many times it mentions RGB. 
It's like gamers like RGB. The most important thing, <laughs> right? In gaming, like as long as it's got RGB on it, it'll it's fine. Like when games release and they're like, oh, the hardware you need is how many RGB lights do you have on your computer? If it's above twenty, the game will work. That's all you need to know. You know yeah, the uh, the power it takes to spin up the RGB powers the game. Exactly. You know. It's, it's powered by how lit your computer is. It, it will be interesting to see what it can actually do, because, I mean, Chromebooks don't strike me as the most powerful things, and obviously one of the main things you need for gaming is having quite Aww. decent, um, strong graphics card, especially for anything newer or more technically advanced. Um, so I'm not sure what they'll be able to deliver there. But... Um, this and the news that Apple is considering its own console um, they seem more more than the Bungie thing they seem more like direct responses to Microsoft because they're the main Microsoft competitors in the tech world and they're like realising like Microsoft's making a huge buck from uh, hey, did they gaming. not learn from Stadia like <laughs> that was one of the biggest I, I'm pretty sure the Soldier Boy console was more Interesting than <laughs> than Stadia. Uh, that was <laughs> that was a shot, damn. But um, yeah, it's, it, I didn't know about the Apple um the Apple it, uh, console as well. It's not been confirmed like what it is. I think it's just a rumor at this point. Other than obviously it'll be um it'll cost like a grand every single controller will be sold separately you have to buy the charger for the controller separately they'll all have a like lifespan of one year when which case they'll deliberately break then you'll have to buy the new one which costs twice as much not that i hate apple or anything (laughs) i think they're a big gigantic tech cult but they are (laughs) and it's all right because you can use apple pay (laughs) yeah well you know but i mean i suppose they do have apple arcade to back them if they're doing that and they got quite a few interesting like well, they're mobile games, but I'm I'm sure they could. Some of those studios must be like thing. I, I don't know. Maybe they'll leverage off that. I... I mean, it depends what kind of console they want to make. But I really can't see them. when you've got the Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, like they, it's difficult to see what you can offer that's new to the fits into that. That's not just like. Trying to cash in. Yeah. I don't know. The other question is it's, you can, there's loads of examples of console games being ported and made into like mobile versions. Loads. I'm not sure that there's an example the other way around. Like the the console version of Candy Crush never (laughs) take off. Be incredible. I'd play it. Uh, well, I mean, it's interesting. I get less excited about tech in gaming than I do about games. Very much so. But um, another tech article here, Steam could have decent FPS due to AMD. Uh, DLSS uh, competitor, the FSR, is why they could have it. So uh, basically, Steam Deck has been at the end of all sorts of criticism of whether it can hold the FPS required for the big guns, for the big guns like Cyberpunk and whatever else. I only mentioned Cyberpunk because it was one of the games they showed on the thing. Um, 
but yeah, so this, I, I don't, it, it's just like rumors. It could eventually look a lot better. So it's just a rumor, but I think it's kind of putting a lot of those sort of things to bed about. Well, to shame. Yeah. yeah. Cause like I've, I, I personally, if I was to get a steam deck, it would mainly be playing these bed, indie games in bed, like I do in my switch, but bigger, obviously bigger thing. Um, like I don't, I'm, I don't want to play cyberpunk or like Witcher or whatever else on, uh, on my Steam Deck, I wouldn't. I, I'm not too bothered about that. But um, yeah, for those out there, could be could be a good thing. Who do want to play the a big the big guns? Big those are big boy games, you Not know. Big boys games that a PC can barely run. <laughs> well, no, I mean it's it's interesting, but I think the same. I'd probably use it for a um the smaller ones, like a, a small thing. I going into the uh, to thing into the next article we've already mentioned capcom but to further in state that we are a capcom podcast at heart um <laughs> they released their sales uh figures for i'm not sure like what what, what was the dates it must be like uh, um, uh december yeah end of december yeah. yeah yeah so it's it's over over like it's the sales of all time but up to december 31st because obviously some yeah. of those titles go back way Everything that sold over a million units. I can't get over, like, like, I know Monster Hunter's a big game. Obviously, like, I know they're big games, but I forget how big they actually are. Like, World sold seventeen point eight million units, and then Iceborne, its DLC, eight point eight million. Like, that's just crazy. That's just that's just bonkers. Thing, sorry, it's just yeah. It's Rise on there. It's like a seven point seven mil. Damn, Rise outsold Village. Yeah, it's it. I mean, looking at the Resident Evil ones is quite an interesting um, thing as well. Especially, I mean, I suppose are more people gaming now than were back twenty years ago or whatever. I suppose, but yeah. like the res the original Resident Evil, which is like. Basically, kicks kickstarted the whole survival horror genre. Is the whole reason that other Resident Evil, the whole series, exists because it was wildly successful. And like the two versions of the director's cut, um, each sold one point one point one three and one point two million units, which is incredibly low when you think about it. Mm. And then, I like, guess influence from games like that, though, is like a, I'm not sure the actual term for it, but it's like a, 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 a cone, you know? Few people will play, they'll tell people, and then more people will jump on for the next game, and they'll just build up like that, maybe? You yeah, know? I mean, but even, even like Resident Evil Remake for the GameCube, which is like largely considered like the best Resident Evil game, the best survival horror game made, again, is just 1.35, and then, um, you go to Resident Evil 6, which is largely considered where the series went completely off the rails. <laughs> um, 2.3 million. It just, yeah, it, I think it's just like the amount of actual sort of physical sales compared to popularity in the fandom don't always match up. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't like, know whether I, I, the I, Monster Hunters reflect that or whether they're in the right. 
Well, I, I, I don't know. I think I think World may be considered one of the. Well, to me, World is like the best Monster Hunter. World was incredible. Rise is good, but it, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as uh, as good as World. I would have thought the Village would have sold more. I mean, it's still it's still an impressive. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm sounding like I'm knocking it down. It's a really impressive number, but I would have thought it would have sold. I mean, mm. well, but I guess Resident Evil 2, I'm, I guess I'm comparing it to that, but I guess that has a much more solid fan base to it, don't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, as much yeah. as I liked Village, the Resident Evil 2 remake is, is far and away superior as a Resident Evil game. Although, Resident Evil 7 somewhat, and that, that's, again, good game, but RE2 remake, I would have put, I would have thought more. But yeah, I suppose it's been out longer but- as well. Yeah, I was just going to say, does that not count for it as well? Imagine, that, I'd the, imagine so. If it was like, within the same, same time span, it would be like, and they sold that much more than fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Although the original 1998 Resident Evil 2 has sold more, that's on 4.96 million units, than Resident Evil 3 Remake from 2020, which has sold 4.9. But mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, the, the 3 Remake was another one which was kind of a lot of people thought it was quite rushed and there was a lot of cook content and yeah it's, I, it's I don't know what, what what correlation I'm trying I'm trying to make any kind of case there's, there's absolutely <laughs> no correlation between quality of games sales and how much how popular they are in fandom it's just all over the place yeah. yeah, I mean, for me the whole thing was just, I just I I think I forget how big Monster Hunter is you know like it's it's weird like i used to like growing up playing it thinking it was a really obscure game but it's not this this giant i think that's what struck me about that because i think i hear more about resi than i do monster maybe that's because i'm around phil (laughs) maybe that's because i'm around phil that's probably what that is but when you look at the other like monster hunters and stuff a lot of them are kind of like around the 30th mark so it's definitely the later games and i think we'll definitely spike that interesting and i think because of availability as well when you think world was probably the first like multi-platform yeah i'm I'm not quite sure because i know some of them were like psp exclusives nintendo exclusives and but yeah world might have been one of the first it might be wrong but i'm I'm pretty sure it was so that probably sparked an interest across different consoles yeah maybe yeah no, it's, it's interesting. Like, I mean, Capcom are absolutely slaying it, let's be fair. They're, yeah. they're doing things, you know. Um, just a second. I've lost where I was looking, scrolling through all that. Um, next on the news, P- wait, PS5's outsold the Wii... Oh, the Wii U's lifetime numbers. I thought it was saying the Wii. Yeah, and no, I was I like, that's an impressive feat. The, the, Wii, the Wii is probably, I imagine, because this is only like what one year or so sales so it's it's nowhere near like the all-time console sales list like i think the ps2 is still like right at the top of that with um oh it says here in the article 159 million units so and obviously the ps5 is only on 17 million so far because it's it's still it's still a wee babby um (laughs) but I think this probably says more about the Wii U than the PlayStation 5, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, the Wii U was... Yeah. There's people who love the console, and they're right to be wrong, you know. 
I'm joking. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. Please. Um, yeah, I, I, I never had. I, I've got a Wii, but I never had a Wii U, so I don't know what the uh, what what is the actual difference. What what? It's like a, a, a tablet. It's like a switch, but it's not a switch, and it's nowhere near as yeah. It's like a little tablet thing that I think plugs into it. I don't know. I remember when oh. one stunt was being on there, and oh, I remember. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it might have been. The one with the Lacarius and you know, the the swimming and stuff because I remember playing that on um yeah yeah, yeah on on Wii I think I was playing that but yeah no it's 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 Wii erd you know <laughs> 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 sorry I just got me off. yeah now the, the Wii U one a very good console but yeah I, when I when I saw her in the thing I thought it was Wii and I was like holy that's a it's like where are they I haven't seen a PS five. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's obviously part of it is um, even Best like is. PS5s aren't available a lot, cause, especially because of the chip shortage that's still going on. Yeah. Um, I wonder how many of those 17 million are actually just sat in some scalper's basement waiting to be sold. <laughs> just like, yeah, Probably like 7 million. Two grand them. for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's, that's interesting, though. No, the, the actual Wii. Uh, and I'm going to refer to it like that, the proper one, the real one. Um, the real one? Sold 101.63 million units. Is it the highest selling console? It is, right? So, um, t- the highest selling is PS2. But then, oh, ooh, okay. Um, okay. PS2, D- DS is second, Game Boy and Game Boy Color are third, PS4, PS1, Wii, Switch, PS3. Oh, wow, I, I genuinely didn't know that. So, I mean, it's it's a rare misstep for Nintendo as far as the Wii U, which is quite low there. Um, yeah, I, I to be fair, seeing the uh, the DS up there doesn't really thing because how many iterations of the DS were there? Yeah, like it, 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 it does just say it's like Nintendo DS family. <laughs> yeah, damn. Um, uh, that was a weird console. The, the DS. Do you remember all the like third party accessories you could buy and stuff and the I weird things the that come with that? Uh, Nintendo handheld thing. Yeah. 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 So there's a quality video on YouTube about it. I'll have to, have to find it. Uh, well, you'll have to share it with us, load. <laughs> and into the, into the final final news piece with the three letters that I hate because it doesn't for me. Worms NFTs, they've retconned everything and said, nope, we, nope, we're not doing this. Yeah, if you want to know how to not read a room, follow 217. I think yeah. it's uh, the general oh. thing there. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Like, Team 17 have done like some weird things for an indie publisher. Like, they've bought a load of devs and stuff, and like, which is, which is cool. But like, yeah, this, this time it's just. Yeah, it's just a bit of a weird thing. Like they haven't really done anything with worms either. Which no, is, yeah, I, 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 they've done nothing of notice to it. I didn't so, know they had worms. Like, I didn't I, even know worms were still. Yeah, I think I, I'm not going to lie to you. I I originally saw it. I scrolled through Twitter and like I just saw some random picture of like a worm dressed up in like some really brightly coloured thing. And then I was like, what's this about? And then I scrolled down and everyone was like, and then I saw Team 17's announcement and I was just like. 
Like, wow. there's there's no more words now, is it? But like, yeah, I mean, the, this at... this is like the the constant thing. No, no, no like the gaming company X says we will do NFTs of this. Yeah. Everyone goes, what the shit? There's a big storm, yeah. and they go, um, yeah. actually, you know what? We're we're gonna gonna go over here and get ourselves a hot chocolate and just sit down for a bit and get this all happened. It's fine. Yeah, no, I just don't. Like, yeah, I just don't, I don't get the need to sort of, like, it's obviously, like, there's obviously two sides to this argument, and, like, but the vast majority of people, I think, are just against it at this stage. Well, yeah. did you see um, the other thing that was up there about, um, there's an yeah. NFT platform called Hit Piece, which is about, like, selling your own music and stuff, and a lot of it's, like, basically video game music that they've some people have uploaded without permission um like someone going oh by the way just so you know one of the tracks you're selling is one that is a was owned by blizzard who are now owned by microsoft good luck with that <laughs> have fun because obviously <laughs> They're not going to um, be friendly obviously copyrights and digital rights man management unlike nfts is actually enforceable <laughs> yeah but I, I, I think, like, going back to the Team 17 thing, I think the worst part about it is the fact that they didn't tell half their teams. Like, didn't they, they didn't even tell their community managers and stuff they were doing it. Because, like, like, so many of the, like, I think one of them came out and was like, like, I'm getting so much slack for this. Because obviously they're the, the front line of all this. Like, yeah. they're on Twitter every day. And it's like, it's just such a, like, I, I get things have to happen at the top, but, like, you know, like and like whatever your thoughts are is it is such a bad practice to like not bring that down yeah. this, this is something I, that we know is controversial we know will cause it, a backlash yeah so all the people who are going to have to deal with that backlash will just just not tell them that's fine because yeah. like, like, <laughs> like, like, that's going to impact them like and it's going to impact their mental health and so many of them come out and complained and like the fact that and the fact that they have to come back and go, we've actually spoken to our teams this time and no one agrees with us. So it's just like 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 how can you just be that what's the word? Just just blind to the world. I, I guess. Yeah, just so like oblivious. ignorant to yeah, it and oblivious. Just, yeah. The worst part is I, I I'm i I'm seeing a uh image and it's like a uh rainbow kind of worm i yeah. think that was the one that was released yeah, yeah. the thing is if they release those as figures i'd buy that that yeah. looks cool as a figure that'd be awesome do you know what i mean the, the most annoying thing is everyone says the same thing when they go nfts are good because ours are eco-friendly like that's the only problem <laughs> it's just like and they're not they're not like really that eco-friendly either so like, yeah but i mean the thing the thing with with them as well is like i mean using using the analogy of what like dale's just said about buying the figures or whatever else so you you yeah. buy that figure and obviously there's nothing wrong with it the nft thing is basically saying well if you buy this the receipt that comes with it is the only one of these receipts in the world. Yeah. So therefore, the price is higher up. That That's what an, all an NFT is, is a digital receipt which artificially Standing, creates I'm the scarcity. Only one of me in the world, I'm worth loads of money. You're priceless, Dale. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sleep happy tonight. <laughs> but it, Someone, someone's looked at like you know the world we live in, where artificial scarcity is most is the main reason that people like go hungry or are homeless stuff. Because we've got loads enough of the stuff to go around, but because a few people own it and that ownership is concentrated, it means that 
there's a scarcity, so you can't, you know, actually just go and yeah. live in these empty houses or eat this food that no one else has eaten or whatever. And thought, hmm, I like this. What if we had the digital version of it and we used it to sell really awful looking monkey pictures? That that's NFTs, basically. That that's the whole thing's just no. Yeah, it's just I buy some. There's two lessons I think from this situation. Number one, companies read the room because <laughs> it's literally yeah. there oh in, in like... front of you on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all these social medias you keep going on about. It's there. Like, read it. <laughs> no, they must all sit there with like Mrs. Moneybags and Mr. Yeah. Million Pound Guy and just be like, this is a really good idea. And those be like, it's amazing. I don't know why they've gone really like that, but you know, they just <laughs> must stick to their own circle so badly. Like, like, and obviously yeah. their, their monocles fall out when in shock. When they <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you no. mean the peasants no. don't like it? Jarvis, Jarvis. Jarvis, tea and scold them all for me. Two, oh. if you are on the opposite side of an argument, don't be a dick to the community managers. Because, like, it's not fair just on them. Just don't be a dick. <laughs> dick. Yeah, again. Yeah, just don't be a like, dick. It's not just... their fault. <laughs> just, they just, they're, they're exactly like you. They're just trying to pick up a paycheck. And unfortunately, there's, I'm going to say it, but there's Bellens at the top <laughs> that make decisions. Allegedly. That no one... <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so just I, I, is it. is Bellend libelous or is it just? Uh, I think if you I say just, if you I say someone ex person is a is a tax evader or a you know sex offender or whatever, that that's potentially libelous, Lander. If you say ex person is a knob, and that's just I mean, how do you prove that you're not? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> Come at me, bros, because I got filth. <laughs> My NFT doesn't use the same wattage that a kettle does. So well, I've got a receipt not. for the word Belland, and uh, I, I strike you too. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, I'll take us away from NFTs because they bore me. I'm not going to lie, they really bore me. But um, So you're not yeah. ready to do a full episode on them next time then? No, I, I will. I'll go away again. Like, it's not, it's just, it's just the arguments either side, like, it just, I don't know, it's just a bunch of people screaming at each other, and I've not been involved in either side, so I'm just like, I don't care. Like, I really don't care. I probably should, but at this point, you know, Pokemon's just released a new game, and I'm really, I'm playing that. <laughs> just let me play that. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I, th I think, obviously, there's there's loads more people who are, like, far more informed than me or on, on a lot of this stuff, but I think certainly the, the most informative thing I've seen... Um, it's a bit of a long watch because it's like two hour documentary thing, but um, yeah, um, Folding Ideas on YouTube, which has basically got this whole video called The Problem with NFTs, which absolutely covers the whole thing. It's just, I think, probably far more authoritative than I could ever be. So, you're an authoritative person, Phil. Don't let the world tell you you're not, okay? Thank you. I, I will try. I will try. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything else you want to say before we round out the episode? Anything else we didn't touch on? Um, Get good. <laughs> Scrub. Oh my god, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing. 
No. Dynasty Warriors 8 was a, a, a 9 was a disgrace of a game. Don't ever buy it. I needed to get it in somewhere. But yeah, we've been uncapped. I've been Squigs. Dale. I keep saying Squigs, bro. I should just say Dale, but I don't know. This is Lloyd. This is Phil, right? Oh, you got it the wrong way around this time. Damn. Just... This is Phil. Wait, this is Lloyd. This is Phil. We've been uncapped. You can follow us on social media at Uncapped Gaming everywhere, right? It's it? everywhere. Uh, I keep I keep searching up Uncapped Review, but we're not on Snapchat. You can't follow us on Snapchat. We don't use Snapchat, but all the actual social medias, you know, we're we're on there. Um, YouTube. Remember, we're millennials. We don't use Snapchat. We're millennials. I said millennials. <laughs> and yeah, well, we hope you have a lovely week, and we will uh, catch you on the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Have a wonderful time. <laughs>